What is up, Lux City, and welcome back to Spocast. Today on the podcast, I have Bren Snyder of Slate Flosser. This was such an awesome conversation. I met Bren through Instagram. She reached out to me about being on the podcast, and I was like, sure, I'd love to talk about this this flosser, this this uh, flossing device that you've created. I, I kind of dug into it and learned a little bit before I responded back. I was like, this is really cool. Her and her husband, Danny Snyder, in- invented this electric flosser. The best way I can describe it, and I think she, Bren mentioned this on the podcast, was it is like the Sonicare of electric flossers. And this product, I'm not going to lie to you, has changed my flossing life. I've, um, I, for the longest time, I'm almost 40. I turned 40 in a month, um, almost to the day. And I never flossed. I would floss once in a while when I had food stuck in my teeth. Um, This is probably all a little bit TMI, but it was something I just never did. You know, like I went to the dentist, they told me to floss. I would pretend that I would floss. And then I would always cram for a test. Like when I went to the dentist, like flossing for a week before, I would just never get into a routine of flossing. I don't know why I couldn't get into a routine. Um, You know, back when I was a kid, they didn't have like the little picks that you could use to floss it was all like the hand flossers. And um, I wish I had the flosser here. It's at my house. But uh, this is just like, it, it's like a toothbrush handle. And then on the end is like a pick, but on the on these little picks, it has little like rubber ends. Of, so when you like are get, like doing your flossing, like going back and forth, it also like agitates your gums, which helps like, you know, with your gum health. And I've been using this since October 26th. Uh, I interviewed Bren on that day. It's now... December 8th, and I've used it at least four times a week for the past month and a half. And I got to tell you, my mouth health has drastically changed. And that's why I waited so long to put this podcast out because I wanted to get into the routine of using the slate flosser and really tell you like my feedback on it. And I got to say, like, from someone who's never flossed in their life, this product has totally changed. My morning routine, my evening routine, I sometimes floss twice a day if I need to. If I, after having like a kind of like a meaty dinner, like I always get meat yeah, stuck in between my teeth like most of us probably do. And if I, after I'm done eating, I have some stuck in my teeth, I just go floss, get all that junk out and go to bed with this like clean mouth. And I got to tell you, like that has also changed like kind of my sleeping too, is like I, when I sleep and I have a... A clean mouth. I just sleep. I I just sleep so much better. And this slate flosser is just it's unreal. And 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 I was just I, I I'm so thankful that Bren gave me one. I don't think Bren was planning on giving me one. She had one here to like show me in the studio as we were doing the podcast. And and she gave it to me. And I, yeah, I've just been using it all the time. I cannot say enough good things about the slate flosser. Uh, we're going to talk all about it on the podcast. I've already talked a lot about it, but I just really, really wanted to give you my my feedback because in the interview, I you know ask a lot of questions about mouth health, teeth health, dental health, whatever you want to call it, and and I went into it kind of in you know that that thing of like, oh, this will be a fun conversation because it will I'll learn about this cool technology that's being created in Spokane, but I probably won't ever get into flossing because I just have never done that. And 
she convinced me. I got the product, took it home, and just been using it, you know, at least four times a week. Um, and that was the big thing they said about it. That Bren said about it on the podcast is that when you, when they did the Kickstarter uh, two years ago and got feedback from the their new customers that were using it, the feedback they got was that some people had gone from flossing zero times a week to 50, 50 times a week, five times a week. And, and I think the percentage of the people that did that was like a, an, a really crazy amount for them that they were very surprised by. And it speaks volumes for their product because it, it really does make flossing that much easier. It is now December 11th. So I would say go find the Slate Flosser online. You can go to slateflosser.com. You can buy it there. I would recommend buying it from their website. And and if you live in Spokane, I, I believe you'll probably get it pretty quickly. I I had to go buy some. Uh, so, so the flosser also comes with like re- removable t- tops, like you are uh, like little flosser bits. Like you have to change them out every so often, like maybe every three uh, flossings. And so you have to kind of get those from Slate on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. And and I got it in like a day when I from when I ordered it. So if you go get a Slate flosser right now, you can get it for Christmas, get it, put it in a stocking, give it to someone who you think could use a, a flossing device. Uh, you know, it's a really, really good present. Uh, get it for yourself. If you really, if you don't floss and you have been like, I want to make a New Year's resolution to start flossing more, like go buy the Slate Flosser. It will change your mouth, dental, teeth life. It's really like after I'm done flossing, you know, like after you go to the dentist and your teeth feel so clean because they've like, they've just done a really good job cleaning your teeth. When I started using it and every time since, and I do a really good flossing, like my teeth feel like slick. They just feel like, you like kind of, you know, when you, you know, after your dentist, you like lick your teeth and like, oh, it feels like they feel slick. And uh, that's why I feel after using the slate flosser. So yeah, I, I really like, I, this is not a paid promotion at all. Like they, it, this is such a cool, cool product and it's being made right here in Spokane, which is even cooler. And I just can't say enough. Go follow them on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, go to slateflosser.com to learn so much more about this product and listen to this podcast. You're going to learn all about Bren Snyder and her family coming here to Spokane and how they got the idea to create this amazing product, the Slate Flosser. So, but now let's uh, hear a word from our sponsor and my shout outs to my Patreon supporters of Spokastonites. Maine Market Food Co-op was founded in 2010 with just 700 member owners and in the last 13 years has become a vibrant part of downtown Spokane with over 9,000 member owners today. Its focus is on equal respect for consumers, producers, and the environment. And Maine Market is dedicated to offering the highest quality foods with the smallest footprint while supporting the strength of our local food economy. As a full-service grocery store, bakery, deli, Maine Market Food Co-op is your one-stop shop for all of your grocery needs. They have a produce section that features local in-season fruits and veggies, while their bulk department offers a wide selection of teas, spices, grains, 
dried fruits, and snacks. And they also have an impressive selection of refrigerated dairy and the largest selection of local eggs you'll find in Spokane. And when it comes to their deli, Main Market has you covered with everything from an extensive salad bar to a breakfast and lunch bar. And they make four made-from-scratch soups daily. And to top it all off, they have a full-service burrito bar. So whether you're looking for a delicious meal or a well-stocked grocery store, Main Market Food Co-op is a place for you. You can go visit them today at the corner of Main and Brown in downtown Spokane. This podcast could also not be done without my amazing Patreon supporters, and they are Joe Van Voorhis, Elizabeth Geyer, Abby Pointer, Lee Wick, Gina Campbell, Tyler Poole, Sarah Thorpe, Judy Pointer, Zach Hawkins, Amber Sparks, Luke Baumgarten, Valerie Osier, Alex Leia, Nick Spanger, and Elizabeth and Bill Pointer. Thank you all again so much for being Patreon supporters Spokastonites, if you will. If you want to become a Patreon supporter and support what I'm doing here at Spokast, go to patreon.com slash Spokast and uh, become a Spokastonite today. Well, I will not keep you any longer. Without further ado, here is Brent Snyder of Slate Flosser. This is Spokast. So and I've already kind of introduced you in the beginning of the show. Awesome. Um, sitting here with uh, Brent Snyder of of slate, I'm gonna slate electric flosser like a you new. Can. Like, how do I explain this? Uh, like, but you also with Snyder Family Dentistry or dental. So we, well, so this is a. I just kind of just found all this out yeah, too. So we, my we sold Snyder Family Dental so that we could focus on this. And oh. My husband just works as a dentist. Oh, nice uh, for Doctor C. Okay. in Airway Heights, and he works four days a week. But that gave us the ability to just focus on Slate. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited that I want to talk a lot about Slate, and we'll talk about. You can that just call it Slate, Slate most of the time. Perfect. Uh, I. Uh, I want to talk about you being in Spokane. Uh, you were not born and raised here. You you moved here from from north of the border. Where where did you come from? <laughs> yes. So I grew up in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. Oh, okay. Seven hours from here, and yeah. it's great, but it's very windy and cold. Yeah. You have a you have a hockey team that plays against yes, the Chiefs, right? The Lethbridge Hurricanes. Yeah. And I actually had a few friends. Dad's coach, the Chief, when I was, they moved from Lethbridge to Spokane to coach. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, and so what brought you to, to, to Spokane, to, to sunny Spokane? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Spokane's weather at all. I think growing <laughs> up in the Alberta made me appreciate that it's a little bit warmer here. Mm. Um, so my husband is a dentist and he was trying to decide where we lived. And we said, I said, why don't we go to Canada? He's like, uh, why don't we stay in the U.S.? So I was like, well, my aunt grew up in Spokane and I knew that I loved mm. Spokane. I Thought it was pretty. The mountains are close, and so we came and we checked it out, and we loved it. Is your is your husband Canadian or is he no? He's my American? my husband's American. Okay. He grew up in Las Vegas. Oh wow! So it's a little bit cold for him to be <laughs> right. here. Um, and then we met at BYU in Utah. Okay, nice. So. Be- oh man, so you. I mean, why don't you go back to why didn't you go back to Salt Lake? Like it's it, I've been to Salt Lake a handful of times, and I'm always just amazed how beautiful it is there. It is really like. This ha- like we have mountains here, obviously, but like when you're there, like it's just like you can just they're just right there, right? <laughs> I think that there's a lot of pluses and minuses to Utah, and I wanted to have my kids um, not not grow up in a Utah atmosphere. Mm, so yeah. I loved Utah. Going there to college was awesome. The skiing's great, but I found that uh, Spokane was what we'd rather have. Yeah, so. for sure. What what uh, what 
What was an early experience of being in Spokane? Like, did you, you did you come here when you were younger? Yeah. So uh, my aunt lived in the valley, so I I went there and I loved it. But then she took us to Manitou Park once, and I was like, wow. This is so cool. Like Spokane has history, like a lot of big cities do, mm-hmm. but it's not a big city, and I love that. Yeah, and and you're a runner. Yes, and I love to run. Did you go to BYU to run? No, I wish. <laughs> right? um, I tore my ACL playing basketball in grade eleven, and mm. it kind of ruined my sports career. But I love sports, and I love running, and so I saw. When we moved here the first year, my daughter participated in Active for Youth. Yeah. And I was blown away. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. I love Active for Youth. My kids also do it. They're uh, in their all valley thing this afternoon. And it's like the only sport that they even really get to do in grade school. And like when I was in grade school, we had. We didn't, ha- we actually, it's funny, we didn't actually have cross country, but we had like all the traditional sports that we could do, like between fifth and sixth grade. And, uh, but it is such a great way to get kids interested in running and active, like, and, and you coach as well, right? Yeah. So I coach at Jefferson Elementary School. And uh, something I love about it is, is kids learn how to do really hard things. Mm-hmm. Running is hard. Yeah. And running fast is even harder and mm-hmm. it hurts. And I love watching, seeing them at our school. We actually do a time trial the second day of practice just oh, mm-hmm. so that, and then we benchmark where they are at each of their races and we show them how much faster they got from the very first day to the last day. That's awesome. Some of our kids improve like four minutes. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is awesome. Mike's son, but from the first race to the second race improved by an entire minute. And as a runner who like I can, I can't ever really, like, if I'm running at my hardest, like I can improve by some seconds if I get <laughs> better in better shape but like to improve by an entire minute i was like dude this this show is like this show is like you could probably improve by another minute if you just work at it um but it it is really i i hope well i don't hope my kids become runners like i hope they have want to run when they're older like i want them to do whatever they want to do if they want to play football actually i don't know about that (laughs) but if they want to (laughs) play if they want to play basketball soccer or those sports i'll let them do whatever they want to do but my heart is in cross country and i I kind of hope that they do it, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, to, my, I have, my oldest daughter's 14 and she was a hardcore runner. She started running mm. with Active for Youth when we moved here and she loved it. And she was getting like sub six minutes. Oh, she wow. was getting really fast. And then this year she went to LC and she chose to play volleyball instead. And oh, it was so hard for me. No, <laughs> I was like, you're so fast. <laughs> volleyball. I mean, it is. That's probably the more attractive sport I mean, like the, the more the, the sports that like that's cooler i guess it, it is it's really fun i played volleyball in yeah. high school so i love volleyball totally uh and so you came when did you both move here then yeah so in 2017 we oh. moved to spokane yeah um so i went i started college in 2003 mm. which was uh, makes me feel old now but then <laughs> my husband finished uh dental school in 2015 okay and Originally, we were going to move to Spokane, but um, he's bilingual. So we were like, oh, let's go to somewhere where you can use your Spanish. Oh, okay. So he, we went to Houston. Mm. And then I went there for one summer and I was like, if you love your job, we can stay. But can we move to Spokane? <laughs> very, uh, very hot in Houston. Like I think uh, I've been, I haven't been to Houston, but I've been to Austin, which is pretty close. And yeah. 
it is so hot there in the summer. Like I remember like you go into like, to, like I remember being in like a, a store, like I was like in a mall and it was like, you just get blasted with AC and then I went outside and it's just like immediately sweat. I think that's the thing I actually <laughs> disliked the AC more than the heat. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I like how much I sweat and how much I like detoxified and like I, I could probably like, I could probably keep off the weight there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh well, awesome. Well, let's uh, let's get into the the Spocast Hot List. It's a game that I play with all of my uh, guests. I'm gonna say a word, and you're gonna say the first word that comes to your mind as it relates to Spokane. Okay, and, I'm nervous. <laughs> uh, and the first question I always ask is park, Manitou. Okay, coffee. Uh, ladder coffee? Yeah, uh, you probably don't drink. Do you? I don't actually do you drink, drink coffee. Co- right. <laughs> <laughs> um, shopping. Uh, riverfront. Mm. Neighborhood. Comstock. Burger. Wisconsin Burger. Ooh. Artist. Ben. I don't know what his last uh, name ben is. Ben Joyce. Yes, but he makes those amazing. And then his brother. I really do like his brother's. I think it's his brother. It might be his cousin. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, who does the Spokane prints. I We bought them for our dental offices. Oh, d- Oh, Chris Bovey? Yeah, Chris Bovey. There oh, yeah, Chris, Bo- yeah, Chris Bovey did this for me, this uh, this, spoke, yeah. this spoke cast print for me. Me and him are good buddies. Very short story about Ben Joyce, and I'll, I'll never, I'll always regret this for my entire life, <laughs> is uh, I, we lived in Manitou, not Manitou, we lived in Audubon. At Downriver Grill is where Ben Joyce had some of his first pieces, and he had them for sale, and you could buy like an original Ben Joyce of like the Spokane downtown, uh, like his awesome, like abstract, like maps and you could get it for like $500. No. And I was like, Oh, I, (laughs) and I, and at the time I was, you know, newly married and $500 for a piece of art was not, it was unthinkable and never bought one. And I regret it to this day because you cannot get an original Ben Joyce for probably less than ten thousand dollars now, and or maybe 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 in the mid thousands. But yeah, I it is he does such a cool job. Yeah, I really really like his use of. I'm assuming it's epoxy over paint, but it's, yeah, it's a it's a. I don't really. I I one of my dream guests is to have him on. I should get him on. I know I. I'm sure he would love to be on. I'm I'm sure he would. Yeah, exactly. Ben, come on. (laughs) Uh, Breakfast or brunch? Brunch. Or or, sorry, brunch. Like where? Where where do you? Where would I go? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Well, I actually maybe would go to Cottage Cafe for their breakfast. Ooh, yeah. I like Cottage Cafe. I've heard nothing but good things about. I need to go. Um, Music venue. Uh, the amphitheater downtown. Like, oh, like the pavilion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still haven't been to a show here. I look. I want to go to the my. I want my first show to be there to be someone that I really, really want to see. But it is really beautiful. It's so cool. Uh, pizza, Republic Pie. Mm. Event. I'd say Bloomsday. And then finally, I gotta ask this question as the last one is a uh, sweet treats. Sweet treats. <laughs> oh, this one's a hard one. I guess I'd. Do Hello Sugar with a donut. Ooh, yeah. I, Hello Sugar's great. Um, well, let's get into Slate. and But before we get into the creation of Slate, like you came here to, to start your, you and your husband came here to start a, a dentistry, correct? Yeah. And and then how, did you like start your own business? Did he join a practice? Like, Yeah. Uh, so here's a little bit of the story. So um, my background is that I'm an entrepreneur. When I was 15, I started a company in Canada. And um, I sold it when I was 24. Oh my gosh! Okay, tell me what this is. Uh, it just it 
it's like an inflatables company. We named it Astro Jump, and okay. I we started out with four units, and by the time I was done, we had like fifty, and it was just fun. We were like the party thing because in Canada it's yeah. so cold in the winter time. Like, what do you do? So we would bring like inflatables to people to gyms oh, and okay. people would play that's awesome and so oh wow so like people would rent from you and then oh and you sold that when you're 24 that's awesome yeah it was great uh and so and then starting so the then my husband um we he decided after being in houston that he wanted to be his own boss mm-hmm. so we sent out actually like a flyer i'm a graphic designer by background and mm-hmm. and we met up with Jim Hoppy, who is a dentist on the South Hill. Okay, and we bought the practice from him. Yeah, um, my 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 dentist recently sold. Well, like it's all. I went and saw Kurt Peterson, and yeah. he's a, and he had taken care of my daughter, my daughter, my wife from like when she was like born till until now, and then he just recently retired, and uh, and so that's. But so that's what he, your, your husband did. You yeah, guys so did. he bought it. Jim Hoppy um, was at the age of retirement. Yeah. He's an amazing person. He's actually an avid runner. He helps a lot with uh, running in the in Spokane. Oh, so. I wonder if I, we probably came across each other. I you have, I'm sure you've yeah. met him. He is phenomenal. And then, um, so we couldn't have asked for a better practice to purchase. Mm-hmm. And then we were running that, um, you know, with transitions it's mm-hmm. always interesting to see how things go. And I started working there because one of our employees that worked the front desk got placenta previa and had to go on oh, bed rest. Yeah. So I worked there for a few years, um, but I have five kids, so that made it a little bit hard. Definitely. <laughs> and then Danny, uh, my husband, was like, people hate going to the dentist because they have cavities. Yes. What What if we made the dentist a pleasant, pleasant experience? So mm-hmm. I said, okay. He's like, I'm going to invent an electric flosser so that people floss more easily, more effectively, and no longer have unpleasant experiences. At yeah. The dentist. I hate going to the dentist. See? I really do. I like, and I, I joke, I jokingly said like, uh, when you asked, of, when you reached out to me about being on the podcast, like, I'm a terrible flosser. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I is like, perfect. We yeah, can help you. Yeah. And, uh, and when I go to the dentist, like not, my dentist is great. Uh, and they, they, they give me laughing gas, which I usually need, uh, just to call me. Yeah. And it's never bad. It's just like, it's the poking. And then like the knowing that I probably have a cavity that I'm going to have to get fixed. And uh, it's just a whole thing. And I need to, I need to get better at it, but I, you know, it's just one of those things that, I mean, People are just afraid of the dentist. And uh, yeah, so, most people are afraid of the dentist. But what we've found is if you let your dentist and your hygienist know like about your fears, yeah. they can really help you. Yeah. I mean, we're so used to dealing with people that are anxious that mm-hmm. um, we make sure that people can feel calm and collected. And if you go more often, mm-hmm. yeah. you actually have a better experience. Yeah, and I know. so <laughs> I try to like get people, I'm like, if you're going every six months, you're able to form a relationship with your hygienist and she's able to help mm-hmm. you and, um, or he, but, um, our female, our hygienists are females. So. Yeah. So, so you created this tool, this like, so I, I would recommend it, everyone to go to, uh, slateflosser.com. You can see, you can see it in, in person, like, uh, and kind of know what we're talking about. Uh, how, like, how did, like, I know, like, what was the one thing that like, what's the bad thing about the, the picks and, and the, 
the, the regular flossers that people use. Yeah. So what we realized is most people don't floss. And actually 36% of people would rather clean a toilet than floss. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was shocked at that stat. But what <laughs> we were realized is most people that do floss floss incorrectly and mm. um, our hygienists spend a lot of time teaching people to do the c-shape so yeah. dr snyder's patient pool was a little bit older and once you get to a certain age it's really difficult to put your fingers in your mouth yes very and so mm-hmm. he was like i need to create a tool that makes it so that people can access their mouth easily and that they can floss correctly so we actually have a patent pending on our product because we have what are called gum sweeps that we invented on our floss heads. And so they're little triangles that go into what dentists call the embrasure area. Mm-hmm. 50% of Americans struggle with gum disease. Yeah. And once you're 60, 70% do. And the reason is, is gum stimulation. That's the only way you can. So the sonic vibrations and our gum sweeps mm. stimulate your gums. Oh, okay. So it is, it, it's similar to like a, a, a sonic care. But not a toothbrush. Right. So it, the cool thing is, is it's like your electric toothbrush, but made to go into interproximal areas, which is mm. where the two teeth and the gums meet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and like in the in, in the developing phase, like what did it start out as? Like, did it just well, start as like, guess this? Yeah, we yeah. actually cut up our Sonicare and cut up oh. our... Um, different tools and we started like gluing them together to see what it would look like and then we realized like anyone could make an electric flosser yeah like that's not really making it that much better so Mm -hmm. what can we do to make ours special Mm -hmm. and so that's when dr schneider invented these gum sweeps and then on the back is actually a tongue scraper oh so you know once you disrupt all of the bacteria or biofilm the dentists call it it's now on your tongue Mm. so if you don't clean your tongue yeah you're just leaving all that bacteria to go back into your gum pockets. And so this, it's crazy. People are like, I used to never, ever use a tongue scraper. And now that it's just there, I use it. And it's become my favorite thing about the flosser. I'm like, no way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How, like, when you, when did you realize you had something? Like, well, we actually thought there has to be one of these existing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, why didn't, why didn't Sonicare so invent this? Oral-B <laughs> actually made a flosser in the 1990s mm. called, oh, maybe it's not Oral-B. It was the Access Reach Flosser. Okay. And it was an electric flosser, but it didn't have gum sweeps or tongue scrapers mm. on it. And so it it wasn't right for the time, I guess. Like, no one mm-hmm. got it. Um, and then a, another one came out called the Hummingbird, and it was really small. Mm-hmm. But... That doesn't help with dexterity. Yeah. And so we, when we were trying it out, we realized, okay, anyone can make an electric flosser. You could even like hold your electric flosser beside your electric toothbrush and it could function similarly. Right. But what is going to make our product stand out? And that's when we put what a dentist would call like a interproximal brush mm-hmm. or it's, so it's kind of like we have like a toothpick on steroids yeah. with, attached to our floss. Wow. And it's really cool because we invented it. And then the tongue scraper makes it so most dentists can't get their patients to pick up more than one tool. So yeah. they want them to floss and they want them to, to do their tongue. Totally. But having like five things on your counter isn't going to happen. Yeah. So this makes it so 
not only can you floss, you can stimulate your gums, but then also scrape your tongue. Mm. How, like, when the picks came in, like the, the little disposable picks that every that you buy and they're like plastic and they, they sometimes are mint flavored, sometimes yeah. they're charcoal, like whatever. Like, I feel like those came out around the mid aughts and, and like, I don't know if, like, did that help people get better at flossing or did it? Yes. So there's two reasons we floss. Yeah. And floss picks definitely helped number yeah. one, but mm-hmm. they didn't help number two. So the first reason is to go between the teeth. Right. So yes. Mm-hmm. Something really interesting. There's a type of floss that a lot of people like that's really thin mm-hmm. and it goes between the teeth more easily. Yeah. Uh, the brand name is like Glide. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like a. Um, a P- it's PTFE and Ooh. it's known to cause cancer. So we have made sure that we do not put that type of floss in our mm-hmm. product. Uh, it's great, but the thing about it is it's so smooth that it actually never grabs plaque. Yeah. So the the second reason we floss is to remove the plaque mm-hmm. underneath the the uh, gum line and stimulate the gums. Mm-hmm. So that's what a dentist will call the C shape. What we found is that five to ten percent of our patients were doing the C shape. Wow! So if we were lucky, like only only five percent of the population is flossing effectively. Uh huh. So Dr. Schneider was like, "How do I change that?" And that's when he came up with the gum sweeps. And we have seen, like, if you go to the dentist, they're going to read out numbers like three, <laughs> two, 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 three, three, well, and twos are good. Threes and twos are good. Okay. Okay. What so, are fives? Fives mean you have gum disease. <laughs> I've never gotten a five, but I get, yeah. I'd probably get like fours a lot. <laughs> yeah. So if, uh, you okay, know, it's fine. funny, people think one is good. One isn't, one isn't really happen very often. One's like, would be way too exposed, right? No. So the numbers, oh, yeah. um, so three is three and two are considered healthy and that's standard. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I know this. Cause like I'm, whenever I go to the dentist, they always like say numbers. I'm like, I never ask. Cause I'm just like, I don't actually want to like, know. What does this mean? <laughs> I don't want to know what it means, but that makes me feel, uh, yeah. I better. think it's funny. People think they need a one, but no threes and twos are good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so when you get a four, you're definitely need to start flossing yeah. because at a four means you're losing your bone. Mm. Like underneath your gums. Yeah. And once bone is gone, you can never restore it. And so that's why your hygienists are promoting flossing so much because they care about your bone and they yeah. don't want you to have bone loss. Yeah. Can do hygienists know when you lie to them? Oh, a hundred percent. Uh, like if you floss two days before your appointment, they still know you flossed only two days before your appointment. I, it's always funny. Going to the dentist is like it is it's like a cramming for a test sometimes for me like i i'm very good at brushing my teeth i brush in the morning brush at night i'm this is, i'm just not very good at flossing and and i have a major issue with like if i eat any type of um coarse meat like it gets stuck in my teeth yes. and then that's when i'm like well now i, I get floss. now i floss and then anyone could turn this off if they want to not hear the next thing like skip ahead 15 seconds and then sometimes it, it bleeds and oh, like it will bleed yeah and, and it, that's and that's yeah. the thing that's funny is people think bleeding is bad and it means that you need to floss. Yes. And just if you floss for seven days, your bleeding will stop. Mm. So how like when you were t- how did you start testing? Is it like you were like, were you two just testing it and your kids testing it? Like and then did you start giving it to people that like, hey, you should try this? Like, how did that like 
yeah. learning phase, like trying testing and like, what do you call that? Like uh, the, I guess that like, yeah, testing. We wanted to make sure that dentists and hygienists loved our product. Mm -hmm. I said, if we make a product that's good, but not backed by the dental community, I wouldn't find that successful. Right. So what we did first is, you know, we cut up, we made prototypes. Then we hired an engineering firm to make sure all the insides worked and everything. Right. And then we made prototypes. And then all our hygienists tested them. Mm -hmm. And Danny tested them, Dr. Schneider. And then once they were all like, yes, this is great, good to go, we actually made 500. And then we sent them out to hygienists mm. that signed up. And we said, what do you think of this product? Do you think it works as good? Uh, worse or better than other products. Mm. And 73% of them said it worked better than any other tool on the market. Right. So we were, once we saw that, we were super excited and we then did a Kickstarter campaign okay. and we were able to raise about $200,000 nice. to, to start our project. What was your, like, what was, what was your goal? Our goal was 20,000. Oh, nice. Like, so it was, I mean, it, obviously 200,000 is much better and but we were we wanted to make the product. Um, we wanted to see if the public would back our product, mm. though. We know that dentists and hygienists know why flossing is important. Right. But we need to get the average human to be excited to floss. And yeah. actually, from our Kickstarter campaign, a month after they got their product, we asked them, how much did you floss before? How much do you floss now? Yeah. 35% of them before only, f like, never flossed. Wow. 40% of them flossed five or more days a week. Once we once they had our product a month later, 85% of them were flossing five to seven days a week. That's amazing. So we were super excited about that. And 98% of people were flossing two wow. or more days a week. How, like, what is the percentage of people that floss now? Do you, like... you? So it depends. In a more educated demographic, you typically have like 40% floss. Okay. If you're in a lower demographic, it's like 20%. Wow. So it's still like too low. No, you, oh, yeah. yeah. Like it, we were hoping when we did that survey to get 50% of people flossing. Yeah. That's... And when we got 85%, we were like, this is going to change lives. And totally. I'm super passionate about this because I went to a CE with my husband and I mm. found out why, do you know like why hygienists want you to floss? Uh, I th well, it has a lot to do with like getting gum disease. And like, I mean, I know that like gum health purely relate. I mean, people used to die in the 1800s because they didn't take care of their teeth. Like, and, and like, so gum health is tied to your whole body. Yeah. So once you floss the germs in your, in your mouth, go to your head and your brain in oh. less than 60 seconds. Oh, wow. Sorry. I meant your head and your heart. So heart disease if you needed a heart surgery mm -hmm. and you had gum disease, they would not let you do the surgery. Oh, wow. You have to get a clean bill of health before they'll do a heart surgery because your your valves could fail. Wow. So flossing is very important. So the one thing, <laughs> like, I I think people don't understand that flossing is correlated with dementia, mm. Alzheimer's, mm. heart disease, diabetics really need to floss. They're more prone to having inflammation and, like, a whole host of other things. If you're pregnant and you have gingivitis, which is actually, there's like pregnancy gingivitis is a thing. Wow. You're, you can have low birth weight or um, preterm labor. So wow. 
dentists and hygienists want you to floss for your whole body's body, health, yeah. but somehow the public hasn't tied those two together. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's one of the, it, it is very much like, uh, I'm just going to do it later. <laughs> like it's a procrastination. Like, and I feel like a lot of people procrastinate it and then they don't actually do it, take care of themselves until it's like do or die. I mean, right. It's way easier to take a painkiller than a vitamin, right? Because right. it's like, oh, I needed that. Right. And so, but we're trying to make uh, prevention be part of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Let me help you create a habit. And so we tell people, leave your flosser out beside your toothbrush mm-hmm. and you'll never forget to floss. Yeah. What is the correct order of things when you're brushing your teeth and flossing? Should you floss first and then brush your teeth or should you? Yeah. So Dr. Snyder, he likes to brush. Uh-huh. Sorry, he likes to floss, then brush, then tongue scrape. Mm-hmm. But personally, I don't like to pick up the. I brush and then I floss okay. and then I tongue scrape because I don't want to pick this tool up, put mm-hmm. then pick up a toothbrush and then pick another flosser up. So, um, they don't care as long as you do, do it. it too, right. <laughs> well, I mean, when you say like the bacteria gets in when you like floss, it gets into your mouth immediately and it can get to your brain. Like it seems like the you would want to brush first and then floss and then is like is mouth rinsing important so yes and no okay so it all depends on your mouth rinse so mouth rinse if you have a good one is great but Mm. mouth rinse can actually be detrimental to your oral like to your health okay which is funny so you want a non-alcohol based fluoride Mm. uh, sorry a non alcohol-based mouth rinse because if you use the alcohol-based ones, they're killing all bacteria, which we know now, like in your gut and in your mouth, you want the good bacteria to still live. So our favorite one is carry-free mouth rinse. Uh, It's made in Oregon. Mm. Uh, But uh, some other good ones that you can get at like Target are TheraBreath, and um, that's probably our favorite at Target. Listerine if you're getting it, make sure it is non non alcohol. Like I, I there's one that they sell at Costco. It's like I think it's Crest and it's non alcohol. It's but it's it's freaking huge. Bl- <laughs> it's huge and it's like blue is like it looks like it look it, like that color blue that's yeah. on that water. Like so, like I it look, they're putting dyes into it. <laughs> yeah, I, we we tend to hit the more natural route because yeah. we're in the Pacific Northwest. And mm-hmm. there's another one called Elemental. Um, it doesn't have uh, has lots of healthier things in it, and it it increases your calcium in your mm. mouth. So the other day I was on a podcast and someone was talking about how they were hanging out with there's there someone that they knew that had this terrible breath, and and I and like that can be a number of things, right? Like having terrible breath it can be halitosis. Well, can, halitosis is bad. Breath. Okay, halitosis is bad breath. So like. Uh, and the question came up is like, how can you like, how do you tell someone if they have bad breath? And then I was like, and now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I wonder if you have an answer to that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting. I always think it's the spouse's job to tell their their loved one. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to kiss you right now because your your tongue is gross. The thing is, is bad breath is usually caused for two reasons. Mm. It's either bacteria on your tongue mm. or bacteria in your gums. Yeah. So we are like a breath, a fresh yeah. breath tool. <laughs> so so get, hand them a slate. <laughs> yeah. So I, lots of times I like get a tongue scraper. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you'll see a huge difference in breath if you scrape your tongue every day. Wow. But I also then, so mouth rinse is just covering up. Mm-hmm 
kind of the bacteria. Mm -hmm. So you need to, the cool thing about carry-free is it has xylitol in it. So if you actually have bad breath, I recommend chewing xylitol gum. Okay. So xylitol, this is not how a dentist would explain it. This is how I explain it to people who, so in your mouth is bacteria. Mm -hmm. And when it eats xylitol, it's a sugar that it can't digest. So it like gives the bacteria a tummy ache. Yeah. It dies you swallow it and then it's gone. Yeah. Um, whereas normally sugar, if you're eating something with sugar in it, it's going to f be the food for that bacteria. And uh, then it's going to poop out acid and the acid is what's going to eat your teeth. Gotcha. So this xylitol gum is, if you're chewing gum, I can't, I, I can barely even, I don't chew gum just because it, I have like, I don't know if I have TMJ, but I, I can have a click, yes. I have a clicking in my, in my back jaw that I, bothers me so yeah. i have a lot of like i was told by my dentist that i need to get braces and i was like but i can't get braces until i get i mean i can't i have to i have a i have two fake teeth right uh -huh. here like I, I have fake teeth too and i um <laughs> they're not permanent right now they okay. are um because i had a bad lime scooter accident hey uh, it happens to the best yeah of us. and i and but i if i get permanent teeth i can't get braces so i'm like i'm in the middle of a bunch of mouth problems. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is mouth problems can be really expensive. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people like preventative dentistry is the best way to go. Mm -hmm. And actually getting braces for your kids um, is such a good thing. Yeah. Braces aren't meant for straight teeth. I know that's not, it's not the look that matters. It's the setting up them to be in the right spot mm. so that you have a good airway. So the benefit of getting braces is straight teeth. Yeah. But the reason you do it is so that you can have your teeth last longer in mm -hmm. your mouth. Yeah. I had I had braces and then had them then I had to wear your retainer. <laughs> I don't know what I didn't do right. I think my I didn't take care of my teeth very well. It's just like it's been a a, a big problem in my life. But it sounds like something like this would be a good starting place for someone like me. Yeah. Like and I I don't think many people would know this about me. I it's that I'm, and I'm not ashamed of it. It's just like I, it's something that I do need to take care of and work on. And I, uh, but I mean, flossing is, is where it begins. It sounds yeah, like. I think that that's the problem with teeth sometimes is people get so overwhelmed with mm. the end thing that they can't stop, start right. at the beginning. And so yeah. we always say, like, okay, you can't get braces if you have active gum disease because your bone won't be able to support your teeth. Mm -hmm. So make sure you floss and brush first yep. and get rid of that gum disease. As soon as you're rid of gum disease, then you can get braces. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor or dentist will, or orthodontist will know, okay, you need veneers in these spots or mm. you have fake teeth here. So they'll make the braces set out perfectly. Yeah. And then you wear... I wear a night guard to help with my TMJ because mm -hmm. I, when I'm stressed out, I gr I not grind, I clench. Yeah. So I just think it, there's a lot of things you can do, but don't get overwhelmed. Right. Hmm. That, that, that's good advice. Uh, after the success of the Kickstarter, when when was the Kickstarter? By the way, in 2021. Oh wow! So it's been three, two years. Yeah. And like how how like, and this is all based in Spokane, which is really. Cool. Like, um, I, I don't imagine. Are you not manufacturing? We are here. not manufacturing here. We manufacture in the Philippines right okay. now. Okay. Uh, but I mean, the success of it. How how has it been going? Yeah. So it's been really great. The one downside is because of COVID and things, mm. we didn't actually get our product here until 2022. Okay. In Q4. So um, we did 
we had a great Q4 for us, but we were still really little. And then this year has been really great. We've learned so many things. Um, so we're really excited to see how things go. We have passed our 12,000th order. So oh, wow. we're super excited about that. And we're excited to see where this goes. But the cool thing is, the coolest thing for me is, is Spokane people got our product first because a lot of them supported us first. Mm-hmm. And we're now seeing uh, the dentists um, reach out to us and be like, our patient, we've seen a huge difference in their mouth or patients, you know, they don't give us a review typically till the, after they've gone to the dentist. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my gosh, my hygienist was like, what's what's different with your right. mouth? And so it's really exciting to see see that. But Spokane has actually, Washington State, is where most of our sales happen. Oh, we nice. are national. So California, Illinois, Utah, um, Georgia are some of our bigger oh, wow. states, which surpri- it's always interesting. Like Ohio, I was like, why are people in Ohio <laughs> loving our product? But people in Ohio love our product. So is this uh, is this purely online right now? Right now we are on our website. Um, we appreciate when you buy from there, but we are also on Amazon. Okay. So if you want to buy from Amazon, you can. Nice. And do you have like, do you, do you want to get it in the stores? Like, yes. So, uh, we have lots of goals. We met with Costco and Sam's club and they loved our product. They just, uh, some of them wanted us to be a little bit bigger. Mm. Uh, it's interesting at Costco, you can't have Costco be more than 30% of your income. So if that's, if you did 10 million at Costco, that means you're making a lot more outside of Costco. Right. So, um, we are like, our goal is to be national and to be in target and uh, Mm. high end stores and uh, Costco, but uh, we'll see. Let's see what, what was happens. that? What was the, Did you go to the Costco meeting? Did you get? Yeah, the, I, it, it's actually a really funny story. I, we did it virtually. Okay. And I had just put up our sign in the background behind me, so uh-huh. it, so it said slate, and the letters were adhe like had adhesive onto the wall. And in the middle of my Costco meeting, the E fell off the wall. <laughs> it's flat. <laughs> and I was like, and now we're slats. <laughs> uh, I should ask, like, where did the name come from? Like, yeah. So we uh, we actually. Someone we don't have a pass at Manitou Golf Course, but someone invited us to go there, and we had been talking about names before we went. So at while we were golfing, we were just talking about it with um, the McLaughlins, and they we were like, "Danny really liked the name Pulse," and I was like, "Pulse is too generic," and I was mm-hmm. like, "I think we should do Slate because it reminds people of a clean slate, and Ooh. the whole point of it is like to have your mouth be yeah. clean." So um, they they helped convince Danny that slate was a good option. So that's where the name came. We wanted people to, it gives you like a tactile clean feeling. Mm-hmm. And so it gives you a clean slate. That's awesome. I, the design of it is really, what well, looks very clean. Uh, I, I'm also a designer by trade. I went to design school here in Spokane and I'm curious, did you do design locally or yeah, so, did, you, did, you des- did you design it? <laughs> yeah. So we designed, uh, Dr. Snyder designed the body of our flosser uh-huh. and then, um, he did some of the packaging and I did all of the other packaging, the website and everything. Oh, wow. So we're still learning. Like we have upgrades we want to do to our website, uh, but it's working right now. So it's a very clean website. I mean, I, I'm very impressed by it. Like it's, it's always good to have those tools in your back pocket to be able to do it just because like having, having to hire someone to do that, this obviously yes. costs. <laughs> 
go through the roof then. <laughs> yeah, it's hard as a startup. It's like, where do we put our money? Right. What is the most important thing? And with this, this is a product. So almost all of our money goes to buying the product. Mm. How, like, so, yeah, marketing wise, like how do you market yourself? Yeah, so um, it it was great. We we had the help of Strategy Labs for a little while. They, hmm. they helped us. It was really great to work with them. They're wonderful. Um, we now have... A, in-house person that runs our ads so we do google and facebook and instagram ads yeah and that's how we reach the masses we've done a little bit of influencer uh work yeah i saw that i saw the uh chandler from spoken eats uh the the same time like you reached out to me i saw i think chandler had posted about it yeah and so so chandler's been so she actually what we met her at a tennis event here and then she was helping with our de- we had her become a dental patient and she mm. did some dental stuff with us and then when we did this Chandler's so great to work with so she, I yeah. said hey will you try with our influencers we all ask them to try our product first and make sure they love it and yeah. if they love it then we say hey would you promote this so. yeah that's awesome yeah but she already has such an amazing smile. Like, well, she, that's the, the, the thing. She, <laughs> you want to keep your smile awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I was gonna say like she does. <laughs> uh, I'm. I wonder. I would love to. I should ask. I'm gonna interview her in the next couple months. I would. I'll ask her like how the the slate. How much? How much it helped her? I'll get a. I'm sure she's gave given you a testimonial, but I, I'd love to hear it from her too. <laughs> yeah, something that we're trying to do at Slate is make people realize like. We want you to have a healthy mouth for your whole entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And you you probably have seen the difference in your teeth between when you were 20 and 30. Yep. And it's like every 10 years, your teeth are, are degrading. But if you're able to floss and brush, mm. then you're able to make a huge difference. Do you, do, is there like one big success story that you that you have that, that like you could share? Yeah. Well, so Dr. Snyder had a patient who came in and she had gum disease mm. and her teeth were like getting wiggly, which is oh. always really scary. And, mm-hmm. and she was scared enough that she's willing to do something about it. And he said, okay, I want you to floss every single day. Come to an RSRP, which is a scaling and root planning. We'll get that clean and then keep flossing. And then at three months we'll check. And at three months, her teeth we're not wiggly anymore and the gums were helping them. The problem is, is the gum, the bone was still lost because that happens, but she was able to make her teeth be secure. And it was so exciting because it's funny. Gum disease is a silent disease. It doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. And unless you're flossing, you don't notice it's bleeding. And so um, a lot of people kind of put it on the wayside, but Bleeding gums are not normal. Like mm-hmm. if you had a bleeding arm, you would not just let it bleed constantly. Right. You would address it. So totally. we want, we're like, okay, let's get people to address their mouths too. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing was when I realize I have that, I, I always get better at, at flossing for a couple days and then it, and then it goes away and then I go back. It's just, it's one of those things like there are so many things that I, people do daily that they can put into their regular routine, but like. And I imagine it starts from from when you're a kid. Like I, my parents were not very good at teaching me 
uh, dental health. And I'm sorry, mom and dad. It, it, it's true. <laughs> it's, it <laughs> but, is a very average, normal thing for parents. It's, <laughs> it's late at night. They're tired. They're yeah. frustrated. They ask their kids to do it. Their kids don't do it. And that's actually the cool thing. Our foster can be used by little kids. Mm, nice. And I find it way easier to foster my kids. So I actually lay them on their bed, put their head at the end of the bed, and then they've already flossed. And then I go and do a check. Oh, wow. And it's awesome. It's super easy. Mm-hmm. And we said, if you can get your four-year-old, five-year-old to be in the habit of flossing, they're going to floss their whole life and save you thousands of dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that is, I probably cost my parents a lot of money. That's, I think that's why they took the, the, the braces off me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, awesome. I, did I already ask like how people can find you? Like how can they, Amazon, SlateFoster.com and Amazon is where you can purchase our product right now. And our heads are only sold on our website. So something cool that I didn't say is we have a floss head for people in braces. Oh, nice. So Dr. Snyder had a patient who came in and she had just gotten her braces off. She was a new patient to him. She had a cavity between every single tooth and she Mm. was 14, which meant like, oh, wow, she's going to have a lifelong struggle with with that. So Dr. Snyder was like, I have to invent a braces head. So our braces head is interchangeable with our standard head. Mm -hmm. And so our heads are meant to be reused. So 52 of our heads is the same as 736 floss picks. What? Wow. That's crazy. Two years of our floss head is less than one milk jug, one empty milk jug from Costco. Oh wow. The amount of plastic. So we're we're saving a lot of plastic there. They're meant to be reused for 7 days. Mm. They snap on and snap off and um so So really and, fun. and do you, and you have different models. You have like, So we have our model 1 yeah. and that was our first one and then we just got our model 2s and they're very similar. Okay. Um if you need to save money, I always recommend getting the model 1. The model 1s um when you turn it on. Is that model one right there? No, this is a normal one. So, oh. so it sounds like this. A model one is a little bit louder oh, than okay. the um, the standard one that we have right now. Nice. And I mean, I was going to say like, you probably don't have like a subscription plan. We do have oh, a you, subscription oh, nice. plan. <laughs> uh, if you buy it on our website, you can choose. So 20 heads is for 20 weeks. Oh, okay. Um, so our heads are meant to be reused if you have really tight contacts, they might only last three or four days. Mm-hmm. But we recommend that you change them out every seven days. Yeah. So if you got 20, you probably just need to subscribe every three months. But my family, there's seven of us. So we go through a pack of 20 every month. So depending on your family size, depending on your teeth, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a shaver. You know, how often do you replace your shaver head? Some of us need to do it sooner than You're others. Right. Never. I never <laughs> replace my shaver head. Well, you do have a, <laughs> you do have a beard. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, and I mean, and the price point is very, like you, you, you have the model one on sale right now for, uh, it's sixty four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and really a, a cavity between the teeth is $341. So, um, if you can floss, well, at least 341, depending on where you live in the country, they price change, but, um, it's only $4 a month to use our product if you're using one head a week. Okay. So that's that's the same cost as an entire pack of floss heads, but you're saving so much plastic from the environment. Wow. 
that's that's well, that's awesome too. Like this is such a cool product. I'm I'm excited to uh, yeah to tell people about it, and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try it. Uh, well, not try it. I, I I need to floss. I just need to do it. I need, and this is, seems like when I think the number you gave me when you're telling me about the Kickstarter is like okay, like this 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 needs to happen. Yeah, um, we are trying to make a product so easy that you can create a habit without even realizing it. Yeah, make it undeniable. That's yes. awesome. Uh, well, this was such a fun conversation. I uh, I I think it's so cool to. I I don't think I've ever. I mean, I mean, I guess I've interviewed like Joel Barber, who we talked about a great P and W, who's like started his company. But I haven't talked to many. Like I've never talked to anyone that has invented anything. And this is uh, and it's right here in Spokane. That's so cool. Yeah, we're so excited, and hopefully, we can help the whole city of Spokane have healthier teeth. We're going to be the the have the best gum health here in in the future. I, I'm sure there's like a statistic for that somewhere. Yeah, so uh, we're super excited. Hopefully, we can increase Spokane. Spokane actually really struggles with gum disease, so I, we want to help help you. Let us help you help yourself. What's the? <laughs> I should ask this. What's the number one tip for like like people struggling with like their health like is it brushing teeth at night before you go to bed like is that like how you can improve the most like if you were trying to start somewhere because so there's three things i always tell people yeah what you put in your mouth matters Mm -hmm. so if you're uh the ph of your mouth you want to keep at a seven so if you're drinking acidic drinks all day long that's gonna hurt your teeth yep um and then flossing is the most important thing you can do for your gums. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with gum health, flossing is more important than brushing. Yeah. Um, cavities form on top of the mouth a lot less than they do between the teeth mm-hmm. and at the gum line. So um, I think flossing is more important than brushing, but I think brushing is really important too. Mm-hmm. And then don't get overwhelmed. Like just start a little bit at a time. Yeah. I think this is something that'll take you one minute a day. Yeah. But your tongue. So pH, what you put in your mouth matters, flossing, and then t- scraping your tongue. Scraping your tongue. That's probably the thing that people overlook the most. Yeah. And because I never, I mean, I think some of my, I think all brushes come with like a little like Well, they thing. actually, so if you use that thing on the toothbrush, mm-hmm. scra- scraping your tongue is 30% more effective than mm-hmm. that. How far are you supposed to go back? Well, yes, I do gag. There's a few. <laughs> there's a few tips to not gagging. Stepping on, standing like a flamingo mm. actually helps you not gag as okay. much. Um, also, doing it, your body will learn. Like, don't gag. But you know, at first when I started, I, I'm a major gagger. So yeah. um, I probably only gag like once a week now. Oh. Standing on your foot. Uh, that's 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 a good tip. I uh, I mean that's why I don't I don't not do it because of that. It's just like it's one of the, that's an, that's like probably the last thing I, I don't even think a dentist has ever even told me to scrape my tongue. Like yeah. I don't know if that's true. So I'm sorry if I offend any of my dentists. But uh, well, I think they start at the list of like <laughs> yeah. what do you need to do, and tongue scraping to them is on the bottom. But totally. tongue scraping is super important. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brent, for coming and reaching out and asking to be on the podcast. I. Uh, I it's it makes my life easier when people ask to be on the podcast versus me like trying to find people. And, uh, and like I said, I think what you're, you and your husband are doing is really, really cool. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Um, and the, the last question I ask, I ask everyone before, uh, they leave is why Spokane? Oh, so many things. <laughs> I adore Spokane's parks. I adore that we're close to the mountains that we're near the rivers. I like mountain biking and skiing 
and the people. Mm. I love the people in Spokane. Um, I just, everyone here like helps other people. And being in the business world here, I feel super supported by Spokane people. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, I, I, I get, I'm getting people all the time on uh, on Why Spokane, and that's uh, the community here is is great. And I think uh, the more and more we can get together and talk and be a, meet each other is how we make the community even better. So, thank you again so much. Uh, thank you all for listening. And until next time, peace. <laughs>